Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Alhamdulillahirrabbilalamin Ar-Rahmanirrahim Wassalatu wassalam ala nabiyyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Wa man tamasaka bi sunnatihi ila yumiddin Thumma amma ba'd Alhamdulillah We continue going over Hadith Jibreel We had reached the statement Inside of the Hadith Akhbarani anil iman Inform me about iman This particular statement in the Hadith Who recalls, who is this the statement of? Is this the statement of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, or is this the statement of Jibreel alaihi salatu wasallam, where he says, "Fakhbirni anil iman," so inform me about iman, tell me about iman. Who says this, Jibreel or the Prophet sallallahu Jibreel. Jibreel. Nah, I sent him. This is the statement of Jibreel alaihi salatu wasallam, where after asking about Islam. Wherein the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he explained Islam as being the five pillars of Islam, the five pillars of Islam. So after that, after the conclusion of that answer from the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, Jibril alaihi salatu wasallam he moved on to the next martaba, he moved on to the next level inside of the deen. So he said, "Afbirni anil iman." So inform me about Iman. To which the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said, "And to mina billahi wa malaikati wa kutubih wa rusulih wa yom al akhir wa to mina bil qadr khaylihi wa sharrih." He says, "It is to believe in Allah and His angels and His books and His messengers and the and the last day." And to believe in Qadr, the good and bad of it, the good and the bad of it. Now, before getting into the belief in Allah Taala and what does it mean to properly believe in Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, we have to get into what is iman. What is iman? Now. The Fadilat al-Shaykh, Shaykh Saleh al-Fawzan, Hafidhullah Ta'ala, he says, فَالْإِيمَانِ هُوَ هَذِهِ الْأَرْكَانِ الْبَاطِنَةِ The Iman, it, it is these internal pillars. Internal pillars. Now they're called or they're referred to as internal pillars here in reference to what? In reference to Al-Islam Because Islam deals with those pillars that are external From the Salat, from Siyam, from Zakat, from Hajj and the like Now, then these are all things that are external right? Even the Shahada because it is that which is witnessed It is that which is witnessed Now. So, Iman is referring to those things that are internal Those things that are internal Meaning, the six articles of faith As it's translated, the six articles of faith Now, Then the Shaykh goes on, Hafizullah Ta'ala To explain or to give the definition of Iman Lughatan Lughatan A In the Arabic language What is Iman Linguistically in the Arabic language So the Shaykh says وَهُوَ فِي اللُّغَةِ Iman in the Lughatan التَّصْدِيقِ الْجَازِمِ الَّذِي لَا يَعْتَرِي شَكٌ He says that it means that it is a decisive belief of which does not have contained therein any type of doubt. So when you say Iman, 
that it is a decisive, clear-cut belief that is not touched or plagued with any type of doubt. Does it have any doubt? This is a firm, decisive, clear belief. Now, now this is Lughatan. This is in a language. And it's always important to know the definition of things in the language as well as in the Shara. Because you will find that there's always a uh, relationship between the linguistic meaning and the legislative meaning. There's always some benefit you can gain by understanding the uh, linguistic meaning. And this is why the ulama, whenever they go to define words, then they will define it both lughatan, linguistically, as well as shara'an, legislatively, because there is a connection and there is a benefit that one could yani, attain by knowing both of them. Naam? So this is what it means inside of the lughat. Whereas shara'an, al-iman, huwa qawl bil-lisan. It is a belief, or excuse me, it is a statement of the tongue. It is a statement of the tongue. Naam. وَإِعْتِقَادٌ بِالْقَلْبِ And it is a belief in the heart. وَعَمَلٌ بِالْجَوَارِحِ And it is an action of the limbs. It is an action of the limbs. So that's one, two, three things. The fourth thing, Yazidu It increases with obedience. With obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the Iman, it increases with obedience. Now, this is something that is important to know. Allah Ta'ala, He says, imana. Right? That the Iman was increased. As Allah Ta'ala says, وَإِذَا تُلِيَتْ عَلَيْهِمْ imana. And when His Ayat, when His verses are recited to them, they are increased in Iman. They are increased in Iman. The Iman, it increases. Naam? The Fadil Shaykh Al-Alama Al-Imam Muhammad Al-Salih Al-Uthaymeen Rahimahullah Ta'ala He says that the Ayat and all of the Adilla that confirm and affirm the increasements of Iman He said also affirms and confirms the decreasement of Iman He said because anything that is subject to increase is also subject to decrease. Okay? Anything that can go up, then it also can go down. Anything that can increase is also subject to decrease. Now, so this ayah thus is a proof that Iman it raises up and it also what? Goes down. There are gonna be certain things that will raise the Iman. And those things that raise the Iman, they are what? Obedience. Obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would raise the Iman. So what then therefore would decrease the Iman? Disobedience. Disobedience. So the fifth part of Iman Shar'an legislatively is that It decreases with disobedience. So when one is disobedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his Iman will go down. When one is obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his iman will go up. So therefore we find that iman, right? Shara'an, legislatively, it is a statement of the tongue, a belief in the heart, actions of the limbs, it increases with obedience and it decreases with disobedience. So this is five things. This is five things. This is iman, right? Now we gain a benefit by knowing Iman Lughatan 
Right? Because in the Lugha, Iman is something that, yani, a tasdeeq. It is an affirmation or a belief that is decisive or which there is not contained therein any type of doubt. There's no doubt. Right? So this meaning enters into the legislative meaning as well. Because now, Iman, it is a belief that is decisive, that there is not touched therein any doubt. No doubt comes, as we'll come to see the ayah from Surah Al-Hujarat, that there is no doubt. Now, there's no doubt connected to the Iman. However, in Islam, Iman is not that which is just restricted to a belief in one's heart. It's not that that is just restricted to a belief in one's heart. But rather, it will encompass more than just a belief in one's heart because it will encompass statements of the tongue and actions of the limbs. It will increase and it will decrease. Now, this is something that is important to know because a lot of times you will find when people are speaking about Iman, especially a lot of the Muslims uh, in these times because of the gross amount of ignorance that has plagued the Muslim nations, a lot of times when they speak about Iman, they're speaking about Iman in terms of the language, linguistically. So they'll say, well, I have strong Iman. Yes, I'm not the best Muslim. Yes, I do a lot of sins. Yes, I don't do this and I don't do that. I don't do this and I don't do that. But I got strong Iman. Hatta, even some of them say, I don't pray, but I got strong Iman. Can't nobody tell you about my Iman. I got strong Iman. So it's clear now what? You're speaking about Iman, Lugatan, and the language. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Iman and what is real Iman is shara'an and it's important to understand so that all of these pillars that go now about the iman you know belief in Allah and his angels you know the messengers the books and last day and qadr and so on and so forth right well basically that was all six of them but, right uh, it is important to understand that these that, 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 that this belief it will have an aspect to it that consists of all five of these things that it has to be a statement of the tongue, it has to be a belief in the heart, it has to be uh, actions of the limbs, it increases and it decreases. This is important. This is important. The Shaykh is going to go on to further clarify. He says, He said, This is Iman with Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. With the people of the Sunnah, this is Iman, these five things statement of the tongue, belief in the heart, actions of the limbs. Increases, decreases. That's Iman. Huh? He said, This is different now in contrast to the Murji'ah. Who are the Murji'ah? The Murji'ah, they are those who believe, as the Shaykh explains, the Murji'ah, they believe. Iman huwa tasdeeq bil qalb. The Iman is a belief in the heart. See? We're going to come to see how this is not sufficient. But they say Iman is a belief in the heart. Or they say Iman tasdeeq bil qalb wa nutq bil lisan faqat. That Iman it is a belief in the heart. In a statement on the tongue only. And actions don't enter into it. Now, that a person, if he believe in his heart, he say with his tongue, then that's it. That's enough for him. But we're going to see how this is not the case. Now, we're going to see how this is not the case. The Shaykh says, this, is, this statement is rejected. This is not correct. This statement is rejected. Right? فَلَبُدَّ مِنَ الْعَمَلِ He said, yeah, it has to be action. Actions must be attached to it. He said, وَلَا يَكُونُ الْإِنسَانُ مُؤْمِنًا بِدُونِ الْعَمَلِ And a person, he cannot be a believer if he doesn't have actions. If he doesn't bring any actions, then he can't be a believer. Now, he said, حَتَّى وَلَوْ صَدَّقَ بِقَلْبِهِ وَلَوْ نَطَقَ بِلِسَانِهِ وَلَمْ يَقُمْ بِعَمَلْ he said that even if the person he attests to the truthfulness with his heart and he 
articulates that upon his tongue. If he doesn't come with actions of which he has, there's nothing preventing him from doing them, right? Meaning that he doesn't come with actions and there's nothing stopping him from coming with those actions. Right? Because if something is preventing him, then that's something different. If something is preventing him, that's something different. For example, the person who says, La ilaha illallah, he says, Ashadu an la ilaha illallah, wa ashadu anna Muhammad rasulullah. Right? And then, five minutes after that, shortly after that, he has a stroke, he dies. Right? So we say this person, he didn't bring any actions. But what prevented him from bringing actions? Death. Death prevented him. Right? So he had an excuse. He had a, he had a legitimate excuse. He was prevented. He was prevented. A person on his deathbed, he says the shahada, right? And then he dies. But he, he was prevented from actions. Why? Because he was on his deathbed. He died shortly thereafter. So he was prevented. So there are situations that a person may be prevented. Okay? So this is not what's being spoken about. What's being spoken about are those situations where a person is not prevented. There's nothing preventing that person from bringing actions. Nothing preventing them. Nothing preventing them. So there's nothing preventing them from bringing their actions. Even if they believe in their heart and they attest with their tongues, they're not a Muslim. They're not a believer. Because they didn't bring the actions. You understand? Because see, the reality is that that which is in your heart Truthfully, and in reality, it will manifest upon your limbs, it will manifest in your statements. It will come out. That which is in your heart, it will come out. Right? So the Shaykh was on, he says, لِأَنَّ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ذَكَرَ الْإِيمَانِ مَقْرُونًا بِالْعَمَلِ Because Allah, He mentions Iman and he always connects it to actions. In many verses, in many verses, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions iman, and then he links it, he connects it to actions. To show us and to teach us that what? That iman necessitates actions. A true belief necessitates action. Person, he must act, act upon that belief and the like. So the shaykh, he says, وَلَمْ يَقْتَصِرْ he said and Allah Ta'ala He doesn't stop by just mentioning Iman only But rather he mentions Iman And then he mentions something from actions And then he brings some examples He says Allah Ta'ala Allah Ta'ala He says in Surah Al-Anfal And this is verse 2 to 4 In verse 2 to 4 In Surah Al-Anfal Allah Ta'ala He says That verily the believers Are those who when Allah is mentioned Then their hearts tremble huh? Then their hearts uh, tremble. Uh, Surah Anfal, verse three, uh, verse two, two, four. But yeah. Now. That the believers, they are those when Allah Ta'ala is mentioned, then their hearts tremble. Hearts tremble from what? Out of fear of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And when the verses are recited unto them, they are increased in Iman. When they hear the ayat of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, their Iman increases. وَعَلَى رَبِّهِمْ يَتَوَكَّلُونَ And they put their full trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They put their full trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He goes on to say in the third ayah, still speaking about those who truly believe, الَّذِينَ يُقِيمُونَ الصَّلَاةِ They are those who establish the prayer. The establishment of the prayer is an action. Now, is an action of the limbs. The establishment of the prayer is an action of the limbs. And from that which we had given them, we provided them with, then they spend in charity. Spending in charity also is an action of the limbs. 
Naam. Allah Ta'ala says in the fourth ayah, "Ulaika humul mu'minuna haqqan." Allah says, "Verily, these ones they are the true believers." These ones they are the true believers. Naam. So you find out who is Allah calling the true believers? They are those who have the iman in their hearts, right? Those who bring and show that iman also upon their limbs. Now they show that iman upon their limbs by the establishment of the prayer and the paying of uh, charity and the like, right? So there has to be these components. There has to be actions of the limbs. Has to be action of the limbs. This is one example. This is one example where Allah Taala mentions iman and then He connects to it actions of the limbs. So this ayah really is enough to show the falsehood of the way of the murji'ah who say that iman is just a belief in the heart or a belief in the heart coupled with the statement of the tongue. Right? They will say this ayah doesn't show us that. This ayah shows us and they bring with righteous good deeds huh, from the salah and from zakah and the like. And Allah Ta'ala says they are the true believers. So this ayah is enough to show the falseness of their way. Allah Ta'ala He also says a source of hujarat Verse 15, and this is the ayah we alluded to earlier, right? How, remember, in the language, remember in the language, iman, it means what? Tasdiq, jazm, who has it? Uh, linguistically, remember, iman, it means a... Oh, a decisive belief wherein there is no doubt. Nah, a decisive belief wherein there is no doubt. But yeah. So we're going to see now how we benefit because now even the iman shara'an is a belief, decisive belief which has there no doubt. We'll see a proof for that in this ayah. Allah Ta'ala He says, but I want you to point out to me what's the proof. Allah Ta'ala He says, إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا بِاللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ ثُمَّ لَمْ يَرْتَابُوا وَجَاهَدُوا بِأَمْوَالِهِمْ وَأَنفُسِهِمْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ Allah Ta'ala says what means Verily the believers are only those Right Verily the believers are only those Right And even in the first And even in the ayah from Surah Al-Anfam That's how That's the more proper uh, translation That verily the believer are only those That verily the believer are only those Because both of these ayat They start off with Innama Wa innama min adawat al-hasar Innama It is from those uh, those uh, phrases, those words that restrict things. So when you say innama, then it restricts it only. So the believers are only who? Those whom Allah Ta'ala mentions these characteristics. Okay? So that's very important to know. That from that innama in both ayat, Allah Ta'ala mentions the iman that's in the heart and also the, the action of the limbs that is coupled together, that verily the believers are only those who have both of these things. That they have the actions, they have the statement, uh, they have I mean, the belief, and, and the like. That these are the only ones that are the believers. It increases, it decreases, as Allah Ta'ala mentions in those ayat from Surah Al-Fan. Zadatum imana, that the iman goes up. And Allah Ta'ala starts the ayat with innama. That verily believers are only those, and He brings these characteristics. Right? So in this ayat, it goes on and it says that verily the believers are only those who believe in Allah and His Messenger. And then they have no doubt. They struggle and make a jihad with their money and with their selves, their own selves and their lives in the way of Allah. Verily, they are the ones who are truthful. Verily, they are the ones who are truthful. Okay, in this ayah, this ayah shows us that the believers, they are those who have a belief in their heart. Where's a portion of the ayah which shows the belief in the heart? Verily, the believers are those who believe in Allah and His Messenger, then they do not doubt, and they make jihad with their money and their lives in the way of Allah. Verily, they are the truth. Where's the, where's the proof of the belief in the heart? Belief in Allah and the Messenger. Belief in Allah and the Messenger. Yeah, belief in Allah and the Messenger. Okay, what about that iman doesn't have no doubt? 
There's no doubt in it. Where's the proof for that? That there's no doubt. No, before that. Again, it says, Verily, the believers are only those who believe in Allah and His Messenger. Right? And then they have no doubt. And they make jihad with their money and their lives in Allah's cause. Then they have no doubt. Now, so that shows that what? That there's no doubt. There's no doubt in that. Right here. And they make jihad with their money and their lives and their selves in the way of Allah. What's that a proof of? Actions of the lips. Now, Allah Ta'ala says that verily they are those who are truthful. Verily they are those who are truthful. But yeah. So alhamdulillah, we see from these ayat that actions are part of iman. Actions are part of iman. We also see from these ayat that iman increases. Okay? So any proof that shows that iman increases also is a proof of what? That it decreases, right? Because anything that is subject to increase must also be subject to decrease. Now, the Prophet wasallam in his hadith, he's going to show us that iman is a statement, a belief, and an action. Okay? He's going to show us that iman is something that is on the tongue, the limbs, and in the heart. And it's one hadith. Okay? But you know we have to make it interesting. So, I'm going to read the hadith and then translate it. And I want you to point out to me which portion of it is a proof to what? Alright? Make sense? You agree? Okay. وَهَذَا فِي الْحَدِيثِ وَفِي الْحَدِيثِ أَنَّ النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ And this hadith has been collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslim. From the hadith of Abu Huraira, from the hadith of Abu Huraira, رضي الله تعالى عنه. A hadith that's collected by Bukhari and Muslim. What's the hadith called? Sahih. Nah, Sahih, but in particular, what is agreed upon by Bukhari and Muslim? What is it called? Mutafakun alayhi. Nah, Mutafakun alayhi. Now, is there any hadith stronger than Mutafakun alayhi? No. No. It's the strongest, strongest, strongest level of hadith, right? It's not to say that they're the only hadith that are authentic, but from the authentic hadith, these are the most authentic. The most authentic, the, the highest level of authenticity. Okay? And this hadith got all the proofs in it. Totally destroy the way of the murji'ah and those who shred upon their way. Now, subhanallah. And you see, you see this, the beauty of al-Islam, this is before the murji'ah even reared their evil heads. This is before they even came about. The Prophet ﷺ already refuted them before they came about. Allah Ta'ala sent down these ayat, the ones that we mentioned to you, and others. Refuting them before they even came about. They ain't even come up yet. Allah Ta'ala refuted them already. You see? And this is a good thing, because you know what? This shows us too, that the refutations in Islam are not always reactive. Yani. You don't always have something have to happen, then you talk about it. Some of the things that are refuted are proactive. You refute them before they even come about. Like the Prophet Sallallahu he refuted bid'ah. He refuted bid'ah before it came about. There was no bid'ah in the time of the Prophet Sallallahu But he refuted it before it came about. Now, so sometimes in Islam, when a situation calls for it, you can bring a refutation that is preemptive. Now, that's the word. You can bring a reputation that is, a refutation that is preemptive. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait until Muqtaqay so-and-so comes here and put out all his bid'ah. No, we warn you, he, you know, ain't even in the state yet. Warn you, he's coming. Nah, and so on and so forth. And this is, this is something that is a, a very important fact uh, to know. In any event, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, Al-Iman bid'u wa sab'una aw bid'un wa sitoona shu'batan. The Iman is 70 samad or 60 samad branches. Fa'abdaluha La ilaha illallah. The greatest branch of it or is the statement La ilaha illallah. So the best of it is the statement La ilaha illallah. Wa adnaha imaqatul adha anil tariq. And the lowest from the branches is to remove something harmful 
from the street. And shyness is a branch of Iman. Okay, got it? Okay, what's the proof that Iman is a statement? Hmm? I don't know. Huh? Naam, saying La ilaha illallah. The Prophet said a statement, Qawl, La ilaha illallah. Qawl statement. So it's a proof that Iman is a statement. Okay, that's one down. What about the proof that it's an action? MashaAllah. Oh, Muhammad Ramadan is taking in all the answers today. Come on, what's going on? Him and Sammy's is there. MashaAllah. Hey, and then, what is the proof? Also, to reiterate, in case it's pacing in here, the sisters in here. The removal of something harmful from the street is a proof that Iman is an action. Because to remove something harmful from the street, then you have, that's an action. Right? That's an action. Also from Iman is the opposite of that. What's the opposite of removing something harmful? Huh? Or not putting something harmful. Okay? So removing something harmful is from Iman and also not putting anything harmful is also from Iman. You see the beauty of Islam? SubhanAllah. Right? We, the Muslims, we don't need any uh, you know, recycling initiatives in the life. All we need is hadith. That's it. The Prophet told us, don't litter. Don't pollute. Don't litter. Because from Iman is that we remove harmful things. Also from Iman is that we don't put harmful things. We're not going to put nothing harmful there. Now, See the beauty of Islam? Subhanallah. Subhanallah. Before they even discover oil and the like, and they got to come up with ways of how to properly dispose of it without polluting the earth and the like, Islam gave us directives on what to do with it. Huh? Or what not to do with it, right? Don't put it somewhere where it's going to be harmful. Subhanallah. It shows you the beauty of Islam. The beauty of Islam. Now, and it also should be a reassurance for all the Muslims and, 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 and Christians in Iman that what? That Islam has the answer for everything. Islam has the answer for everything. You know? SubhanAllah. Allahu Akbar. Okay, so this is a proof for, we don't put nothing harmful in the road, it's a proof for actions. What about a belief in the heart or aspect of the heart? Where's that from? Al Hayat. Shyness. This is something that what originates from the the heart, right? Originates on the heart. Also, it's a good example because this thing that's inside of the heart does it not express itself on the limbs, right? It expresses itself on the limbs. It comes out on the limbs. You can see. It comes out on the tongue. You can see by you know the lack of talking and so on and so forth. Or yeah, the light it comes out. It comes out. So this hadith is a proof that iman is a statement, is an action, and is a belief in the heart. Cover all three. So now all we're missing is goes up and goes down for four and five. What's the proof that Iman goes up and goes down? You should have it in your notes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, this one. Verse, it's, it's in verse two to four. And fad. Nah. Nah. Until the end of the ayah. Nah. Because it says that when the ayat are, are recited, then it increases them in iman. Nah. So you have within these nusuls what? To show you what is iman shara'an. So this shows you that what? When they speak, their speech is based upon nusuls. It's based upon the evidences, the texts. Because when one goes through all of the texts and the evidences, he finds these three character or these five characteristics. He finds that iman is a statement, it is an action, it's a belief, it increases and it decreases. You see that? So from these four ayat and this one hadith all put together, we have the proof that iman consists of five aspects. 
That iman consists of five aspects. Naam. And that also shows you that what? That in Islam, you don't understand an issue necessarily by one ayah or one hadith. Okay? That shows you in Islam, you don't understand an issue necessarily by one verse or by one hadith. Right? But rather you understand them by all of the verses talking about that subject matter and all of the hadith talking about that subject matter. That's how you understand issues in Al-Islam. You understand? Because a person just brought one of these verses or a few of them, he may not necessarily get the whole picture due to his lack of understanding or his lack of knowledge about the other verses that speak about the issue. Right? But when you bring the verses and the hadith together, now you have the clear picture. And this is why one of the most outstanding characteristics of the people of the Sunnah is their knowledge. Is knowledge. Is that everything is knowledge based. It's not based on opinion. Right? It's not based on what I think and I thought about and what I feel it should be as in the not. It's based upon Allah said, the Prophet said, this is what the Sahaba were upon. Because when you're speaking about Islam, what else could it be? Right? What else could it be? And you know it's funny how we acknowledge this when it comes to uh, worldly things, but we but we fail to acknowledge this when it comes to the religion. You see, when it comes to worldly things, say you're talking about a hard drive or a motherboard and the like, right? Pretty much it is what it is. Your concepts are going to be limited to the discipline of that particular science. It's not going to go beyond that. You understand? No matter how much you... you, you uh, you argue or, 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 or you speculate as to the functionality of the CPU, right? At the end of the day, it is what it is. You could come all day and say, no, the CPU, listen, it makes strawberry milkshakes. I'm telling you, this is what it, that's why it's important to Intel and all that, because it makes the best milkshakes ever, right? You can, person can say, this is what I feel. But it doesn't change the reality. That's not, that's not the functionality of the CPU. Okay? Somebody come and say, no, the sound card is to give you the most awesomest visual effects ever. And you just say, listen, that's your opinion. You may put it together and it sounds right, but that's not the functionality of the sound card. And no matter what you say, it's not going to change that. Because you have to be limited to what? To what it is. You understand what I'm saying? So when it comes to these, these things, a person will say, your opinion is not valid. Your opinion is not valid. It's like you, it's like you bust into the, uh, to the operating room, they're taking out a kidney, and you point at the spleen saying, no, that's the kidney. Doctors are going to tell you, arrest him, get him out of here. What your opinion don't mean nothing. No, it's valid. I have the right. I have freedom. I have the right to be able to say what I want to say. That's not a kidney. That's a kidney. He's pointing at the lung. Take that out. He got two. You got two kidneys, right? He's trying to rationalize. You got two kidneys, right? Yes. Okay, it's two organs right here. Look, it's two of them, right? Two, two, two is two. It's a kidney. Take it out. But yeah, not a man go home with the bad kidney and a missing lung. Allah <laughs> mustad. They're gonna say that's valid. They're gonna say no. Your opinion don't mean nothing. But yeah, if this is the case when it comes to a, a lung and it comes to a CPU and a sound card, then why people don't understand this when it comes to Islam? Why do they think they can come to Islam and just start talking about what they want to talk about? Well, I think it's like this. Well, what you think don't mean nothing. It is what it is. It, what it is is what Allah Ta'ala say it is, and what the Prophet said it is, and what the Sahaba used to do. That's what it is. Right? It's just amazing to me. It's amazing to me. You know, and you hear it all the time, especially when people get into, you know, heated discussion and like you hear it all the time. You know, well, I'm a I'm a you know professor and I graduated from so and so and I got such a such 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 a degree and degree being, you know, whatever, being being uh, engineering and being chemistry and be uh, whatever, right? And then you want to talk about Islam. Wait, what is your credentials with chemistry or that you a pharmacist help you when it comes to this Islamic discussion? You know what I mean? We're educated people too. We're not stupid. And listen, what I'm going to tell you about in Islam is like this and like, what should it be agreeing? Okay, come on. Right? And not even saying it's based on degrees or anything like that because we know it's not. The point is, is that if you open your mouth and you start your sentence off by saying... Listen, I don't know nothing about Islam, right? Then don't talk about Islam after the word but. That's the rule. If you start the conversation off with, listen, I don't know about Islam, then don't talk about Islam after the word but. 
Because people start off, look, I don't know about Islam, but this and this and this and that, that, and that, and that, and that is how you're supposed to do it in Islam. Look, how you, you just said you don't know about Islam, so don't try to talk about Islam after the word but. Like, but is going to give you an excuse to talk about Islam now. No. But is going to make us forget that you said you don't know about Islam. Nah, don't talk about Islam. Unless you know. If you know, you can say Allah said, the Prophet said, this is what the Sahabi should do. Now we're going to give you some, now you know what you're saying has, has credence, it has, it's, cre- has, it's credible with us. Right? Because you bring us what Allah Ta'ala says, now that's valid. You bring us what the Prophet said, that's valid. You bring us what the Sahaba they were upon, that's valid. Okay? But what do you find? Nine times out of ten, they don't bring no verses. They just start bringing what they think, or what they shake said. Or that we got this council over here and they got on the mind, and I'm pretty sure one of them gotta agree with me. <laughs> That's how the argument be. Not even for sure, this is what so and so said, and he is in agreement, but one of them must gotta agree with me, because come on. Allah Mustah. This is why we have this is why we be having problems. Allah Mustah. Iman is a statement, is an action, is a belief in the heart. It increases and it decreases. But yeah. The Shaykh says about the haya, that the haya, this is in the qalb. He says, فَدَلَّتْ عَلَىٰ أَنَّ الْإِيمَانِ تَتَكَوَّنُ مِنْ هَذِهِ الْأُمُورِ ثَلَاثَةِ He said this hadith shows us that iman, it consists of these three things. فَمَنْ تَرَكَ الْعَمَلِ نِهَائِيًّا وَلَمْ يَعْمَلْ مَعَ قُدْرَتِهِ عَلَىٰ ذَلِكَ وَإِمْكَانَتِهِ وَإِمْكَانِيَّةِ الْعَمَلِ فَإِنَّهُ لَيْسَ بِمُؤْمِنِ He says, so whoever leaves off actions altogether and he doesn't bring any actions, any deeds, although he has the ability to do the good deeds and it's possible for him to bring actions, if he doesn't do any actions, then he is not a believer. وَأَمَّا مَنْ تَرَكَ بَعْضَ الْعَمَلِ but those who leave off some actions, فَهَذَا قَدْ يَكُونُ كَافِرًا وَقَدْ يَكُونُ نَاقِصَ الْإِيمَانِ He said that this one, he leaves off some actions, then he might be a kafir and he might be a Muslim. It's possible he's a kafir and it's possible he's a Muslim. It will be depending upon what? Depending upon that which he left. It will be dependent upon that which he's not doing. Okay? So for an example, if he leaves off prayer, فَهُوَ كَافِرٌ Then he's a kafir. Right? كَمَا فِي أَحَدِيثِ وَالْآيَاتِ Just like it comes in the hadith and the ayat. They leave off salah, kafir. طَيِّرٌ وَأَمَّا إِذَا تَرَكَ شَيْئًا مِنَ الْأَعْمَالِ غَيْرُ الصَّلَاةِ فَإِنَّهُ يَكُونُ مُؤْمِنًا نَاقِصَ الْإِيمَانِ But if he leaves off something other than the salah, if he leaves off another action, not the salat, but he leaves off something else, then this one will have a deficiency in his belief, but he will be a Muslim. Will have a deficiency in his belief, but he will be a Muslim. The Shaykh says, Ka ashab al kabair Like those who commit major sins, of which uh, not including shirk. Those who commit major sins, not including shirk. Right? So for those who fornicate, for those who drink, for those who murder and the like, then they're Muslims. They're still Muslims. And it's from the belief of the Sunnah that they are Muslims. We don't make type fear on those who do major sin. They are Muslims. Now, they have belief. The Shaykh says, وَلَبُدْزَ مِنَ الْإِجْتِمَاعِ الْإِسْلَامِ فِي الظَّاهِرِ وَالْإِيمَانِ فِي الْبَعْضِنِ He says, so we must bring together the Islam, meaning in the sense of this hadith, when you bring it back to back, when you bring Islam and Iman in one sentence, then Islam means those apparent actions, right? Like the salah, the zakah, shahad, and the like. Uh, and Iman will mean those internal actions like the arkan of Islam sentence. Nah. So you have to bring them both. You need them both together. The Shaykh says, فَمَنِ اقْتَصَرَ عَلَى الْإِسْلَامِ فَقَدْ فَقَدْ he said because the one who just does the outward actions but he doesn't believe in his heart he said then this is a hypocrite he said because the hypocrites they accept Islam apparently you know seemingly they accept Islam but they act like they Muslims 
ha wasaru yasumuna wa yusalluna wa ya'maluna al-arkan al-islam lakin laysa fi qulubihim iman ha fa huwa fi tark al-asfal min an-nar he said so you see that they yeah, they become muslim and then they start to fast they start to pray and they start to do the actions you know they start to implement the five pillars of islam but they don't have any belief inside their heart so therefore they will be the lowest portion of the fire they'll be the lowest portion of the fire right so we have to bring them together the belief and the actions and statements so on and so forth but here Shaykh he says كَذَلِكَ مَنْ آمَنَ بِقَلْبِهِ Likewise, the one who believes in his heart, supposedly, right? Believes in his heart. وَلَمْ يَمْتَثِلْ بِجَوَارِهِ But he doesn't actualize that belief with his, with his limbs. وَلَمْ يَمْتَثِلْ بِشَهَادَتَيْنِ And he doesn't articulate the shahada. فَإِنَّهُ لَيْسَ بِمُؤْمِنًا That he's not a believer. Not a believer, right? This one, he doesn't accept the Islam upon his limbs. You see no signs of Islam on his limbs, right? And he never articulates the shahada. You understand? Then he's not a believer. So based upon that reality, how can Mother Teresa be a believer? Hmm? She can't. What about Martin Luther King? How can he be a believer? He can't, right? Based on the principle, they can't. But yeah. Or anyone from the Kufa who happens to say, well, I believe, but you know, I don't want to say it, I don't want to act like it. Then you say what? Then you don't really believe. The Shaykh is going to bring an example how this, this is not this is not going to work. The Shaykh, he says, إِنَّمَا الْإِيمَانَ بِالْقَلْبِ he said, verily, the state, the, verily, the belief that is in the heart, who ahadun, the aim al iman, belief in the heart, belief in the heart. This is only one of the things that iman it calls for, necessitates. Only one of the pillars of iman. He said, it has to have an articulation of the tongue and actions of the limbs. He said, because if not, then if that's not the case, then all of the uh, polytheists, they believe in their hearts. He said, because the Jews and the Christians, they believe in the messengership and the authenticity of the messengership of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa and they believe this in their hearts. لَكَنْ يَنْكِرُونَ هَذَا فِي ظَاهِرِهِمْ But they negate this. They negate this from that which is apparent. They refuse to say it. They refuse to actualize it. And the like. So therefore what? They're kuffar. What's the proof of this? Allah Ta'ala, He says, قَدْ نَعْلَمُ اللَّهِ أَوْ قَدْ نَعْلَمُ إِنَّهُ لَيَحْزُنَكَ الَّذِينَ يَقُولُونَ الَّذِي يَقُولُونَ Allah Ta'ala, He says, and verily we know that it makes you very sad that which they say. قَدْ نَعْلَمْ أَنَّهُ لَيَحْزُنُكَ أَلَّذِي يَقُولُونَ Makes you sad what they say. Huh? The things that the kuffar are saying about the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah Ta'ala, He says, فَإِنَّهُمْ لَا يُكَذِّبُونَكَ He said, verily they're not belying you, O Muhammad. Meaning what? If they're not belying him, it means that what? That they really believe in him. So it's not, it's not you that they're belying. لَكِنْ أَذْظَالِمِينَ بِآيَاتِ اللَّهِ يَجْهَدُونَ But they are oppressors and criminals and it is the ayat, it is the verses of Allah of which they are belying and fighting against. So Allah Ta'ala is telling the Prophet Sallallahu here that what? That they really believe in you. But it is that arrogance that makes them refuse and makes them oppress themselves so this is why they're not submitting because they're fighting against the ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَقَالَ أَبُوْ طَالِبُ عَمُّ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ and Abu Talib, the uncle of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم, he said لَقَدْ أَعْلَمْتُ بِأَنَّ دِينَ مُحَمَّدٍ مَنْ خَيْرُ أَدَيَانِ الْبَرِّيَّ دِينًا this is Abu Talib. 
He says, Verily I know with a certainty, right, that the religion of Muhammad is the best religion for mankind to have. The best religion for mankind. This is Abu Talib. He's admitting that it's the best religion for mankind. It's the deen of Al Islam. Then he says, Lawla malama aw hadilal musabbatin laraaytani samhan bidhaka mubina. He said, but if it wasn't for the fact of I fear being blamed or, that, or, or, or trying to ward off the people's rebuke and the like, then you would have seen me submit wholeheartedly and clearly to it. So he's admitting that what? That internally, yeah, I believe it, but you know, he's scared of what? What the people want to say, the blame, the rebuke. And that's why he didn't accept it. So was Abu Talib a believer? No. He's a disbeliever. So that, 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 that confirmation that he had inside of his heart wasn't enough. Nah. And this is the reality. This is the reality. That a ma'rifa that's in the qalb only is not enough. But a person, he must combine that. He must couple that with statements of the tongue actions of the limbs a belief that's in the heart it increases and decreases because this is what Iman is yeah? so it's incumbent upon all of us that we have to strive to bring all of these things together and to know with a surety that it is not sufficient it is not enough to come with just a belief in the heart and think that's sufficient because if that was sufficient then the Jews and the Christians would be believers Abu Talib will be a believer. Huh? Fir'aun will be a believer. Shaytan will be a believer. You see? But if anyone asks you, is Shaytan a believer? You'll say, La. No way. And I say a thousand times, no way. He's not a believer. Right? But he believes in Allah. Correct? Correct. So just a belief is not enough. Just a belief is not enough. So... Like actions bring about a like result. If a pure, mere belief of shaitan didn't cut it, then it's not going to cut it for us. If it didn't cut it for Abu Talib, it's not going to cut it for us. If it didn't cut it for Fir'aun, it's not going to cut it for us. When Fir'aun was dying, what did he say? I believe in the Lord of Musa and Harun. You see? It's not enough. Asallahu ta'ala and yaj'alim al-adheen yastami'una quna fi yatabi'una ahsana. ويسأل الله تعالى أن يوفقنا وإياكم فيما يحبه ويرضى جزاكم الله كل خير ونتفي بهذا القدر وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين جزاكم الله خير